well, let me, let me share with you who you really are. First, be reconciled to thy brother. The goal of preparations is to let the word of God scrutinize. The sense of heroic sacrifice is not good enough. The thing the Holy Spirit is, is detecting in you is a disposition that will never work any service for no one. But God can detect that disposition in you. If you have anything to hide from God, if you have, then God will search with his light. If there be a sin, confess it. Don't admit it. You are willing to obey the, the Lord your master, whatever the humiliation to your right to yourself may be. If you're not, you better get over it because he's going to humiliate the crap out of you. Never discard a conviction. It's important enough for the Spirit of God to have brought it to your mind. It is that thing he's detecting in you that's still bullshit. You were looking for a great thing to give up. God is telling you to some tiny little thing. But the back of it, there lies a, a central citadel of obstinacy. Obstinacy is stubborn and stupid mixed together. Obstinacy. I will not give up my right to myself. That Adam and Eve plague. The thing God intends you to give up, if you're ever going to get, be a disciple of Christ, is the thing you're going to have to give up. Any questions about that? No. Isn't that amazing? Just simple how that is. March 16th, Oswald. The master assizes. The word assizes. He's going he's gonna to judge you. He's going to see what you're made of. He's going to see what you're willing to do. He's going to give you some challenges to see how you want to approach them. He's going to give you all sorts of opportunities to prove to him you're serious. And most of you have lots of opportunities to, to turn from your wicked ways. But whether you will or not remains to be seen, right? Yes. yes. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Paul says that we must all, preacher, people alike, appear before the judgment seat of Christ. If you learn to live in the white light of Christ here and now, Judgment finally will cause you to delight in the work of God in you. You'll all of a sudden be excited that he holds you accountable. Because you're going to want, once you get that ugly out, you're never going to want that ugly back. Keep yourself steadily faced to the judgment seat of Christ. Walk now in the light of the holiest that you know. And keep walking towards the holiest that you can know. A wrong temper of mind about another soul will end in the spirit of the devil. So no matter how saintly you are, one carnal judgment... At the end of it, it's hell in you. One moment you judge someone else on what they're doing and how they are, that's hell in you. You all said it will turn inside you. That's why you'll never hear me judge you for what you did. Let you get away with it, not in this lifetime. Yeah. Judge you for it? No. Drag it to the light at once and say, my God, I have been guilty there. If you don't, hardness will come all through. The penalty of sin is confirmation in more sin. It's not only God who punishes for sin. Sin confirms itself in the sinner and gives back full pay. I started, I can't, I can't get enough. No matter how much I do, it doesn't, doesn't satisfy. It. That's sin. No struggling nor praying will enable you to stop doing some things. And the penalty of sin is that gradually you get used to it and you don't even know that it's sin anymore. You forget it. No power can save the incoming no power saved except for the incoming of the Holy Ghost can alter that inherent consequence of sin. The only thing that's going to fix that is the Holy Spirit. But you can't have the Holy Spirit if you're not walking in righteousness. He's not going to put that Spirit inside of you and, and let, you know, put His fresh water in your salt water. not going to do it. Right. But if we walk in the light, interesting how this lines up with today's Oswald, right? If we, this is March, right? That's September. Hmm. If we walk in the light as He is in the light, Walking the light means for many of us, walking according to the standard we have for other people. Mm. How's that work, huh? Yeah. 
the deadliest Phariseeism today is not hypocrisy. It's the fact that you have an unconscious reality. Unreality. You, you, don't, you don't really see the truth for what the truth is. You think what you're doing is no big deal. You think, you, you know, I don't understand. No, I did all that stuff. That's right, but I, I'm not doing it anymore. God says, um, I'm sorry you did it. It's still in your heart, so you need to get rid of it because if you don't get rid of it, you're only going to matter of time you can do it again. Right. Turn with me to Romans chapter 1. Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it's the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first, also the Greek. And therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall in fact live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that they may be known of God is manifest, that which may be known of God is manifest in them. It's in you. It's not just something got to be shown you, it's actually already in you. For God has showed it to them. For the visible, invisible things of them, of him from the creation of the world, are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. We are all without excuse doing these crazy things. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were they thankful, but became selfish in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was then darkened. So professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into some image like a corruptible man, birds, four-footed beasts, and creeping things, cars, you know, women, men, whatever you want to call it, right? Yes. Wherefore God that also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Now you got women and men screwing each other, you know, in, in typical men and women thing, right? Yeah. Who changed the truth of God into a lie, worshipped and served the creature more than creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use, which was against nature. And likewise, men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in lust towards one another, men with men working that which is very unseemly, and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error, which is meat, which is disease, like HIV, for example. Okay? And even as they did not still like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up to a reprobate mind to do those things which are absolutely not, not even normal, but not convenient. They're, not, they're going to be completely contrary to everything. So being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, immersible, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do them, but they have pleasure in them while they do them. Crazy, right? 2-1. Therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whosoever you that judges. For where do you judge another when you condemn yourself? For you that judge does the same things. We are sure that the judgment of God is according to the truth against them that commit such things. We're sure that we're right in what we're saying. And think you this, O man, that judges them that do such things, that somehow you're going to escape the judgment of God? Not likely. Or despise you the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long-suffering, knowing that the goodness of God is going to lead to repentance. But after the hardness of the impenitent heart treasures himself against wrath against that day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds, especially those that are not confessed, to them who have patient continuance and well-doing, seek for glory and honor and immortality and eternal life, but to them that are contentious and do not obey the truth and obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that does evil, but glory and honor and peace to every man that works and does good. There is no respect to persons with God. Remember that. For as many as have sinned without the law shall also perish without the law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are judged before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. For when the Gentiles which not have, have not the law do by nature the things which are contained in the law, they have their conscience leading them and guiding them. Having not the law, and they are a law to themselves, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, the conscience also bring witness and their thoughts 
They mean while either accusing or else excusing one another. The day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to the gospel. So behold, you are called a Jew. You resent, and you rest in the law. By the way, this isn't a Jew-Jew. This is a spiritual Jew. It's us. Okay? And makes thy boast of God. And know his will and approve the things that are more excellent. Being instructed out of law or out of the word of God. And are confident that you are yourself a guide of the blind, a light of them which are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has a form of knowledge and of the truth and law. You therefore which teach another, do you not teach yourself? You that preach a man should not steal, do you steal? You that say a man should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You that abhor idols, do you commit sacrilege? You that makes thy boast of the law through breaking the law, dishonor you God? For the name of God is blasphemy on the Gentiles through you, all the worldly people. As it is written, for the circumcision doesn't profit much of anything. If you then be a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not the uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? And shall not the uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it be fulfilled the law, judge thee, who by the letter of the circumcision does transgress the law? So those that are doing their con- following their conscience, let God guide them, lead them on, 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 in their life without even knowing the law, without even actually even being in a church. If they know what the right thing to do, and they're saying, no, I'm not doing this, and they're honoring that conscience, it came from somewhere, he says, you don't think someday they're going to stand up and judge you, you that had that opportunity and didn't listen? Hmm. Understand, shall not uncircumcision by nature which fulfill the law judges you, but the letter of the circumcision doesn't. For it's not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is one that circumcision which is outward of the flesh. But he's a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is out of the heart, the spirit, and not the letter, whose praise is never going to be of man, it's going to be of God. So 3 1. What advantage then is the Jew? Or what profit is there of circumcision? Which, and much in every way, chiefly because unto them were committed the oracles of God. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Nope. God forbid, yes. <laughs> Yet, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that you might be justified in thy sayings and might overcome when you are judged. You might understand that this is, I'm not letting man tell me that I'm following God and God alone. Yeah. But if our unrighteousness commend the righteousness of God, shall we say that God is unrighteous who takes vengeance? <laughs> he says, Paul says, I'm speaking as a man. So all of a sudden, because we're doing the wrong thing and God's being glorified, shouldn't we get off the hook? <laughs> not like it, right? For if the truth... Of God have more abounded through my lie and his glory. Yet why am I judged as a sinner? And why not rather as we have slanderously reported, as some affirm that we say, let us do evil that good may come. Who, by the way, their damnation is just? 5.1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have access by this faith and a grace where we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, we glory in tribulations, knowing, knowing that tribulation is going to help us. We're patience. Patience is going to be an experience. Spirit is going to give us hope. And the hope is going to make us not ashamed. Because the love of God is going to be shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost can be the only one to save you, remember? Yes. Which is given to us. Amen. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely will a man die, perhaps for a good man, but he mean dare to die. But God committing his love towards that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Then much more, being now justified by his blood, we should be saved from the wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we should be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Therefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. Until that law, sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed when there was no law. Nevertheless, death remained excuse me, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them had not sinned with the same, you know, rights to themselves as Adam. 
who is the figure of them who is now to come, but not as one offense, so is also the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God, the gift by grace, which is of one man, Jesus Christ is about to many as well. And not only is it was by one man's sin, so is the gift, but the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is to many offenses, many offenses to justification. For if by one man offense, one man's offense, death reigned by one much more than they which received the abundance of grace of the gift of the righteous shall reign in life by the one which is Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to, to condemnation, even so the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men to justification of life. For as one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That if sin reigned to the death, so even so might grace reign to the righteous, to the eternal life by Christ. 6.1. I'm going to read about half of the book of Romans, just so you know. What, and, and if you don't see how this fits, then I'm, just tell me and I'll go ahead and stop. Okay? But you see how this fits what we're going through right now? Yes. And it's been here and I've read it how many times? A lot. What should we say then? Should we continue in sin that grace may abound? Should we continue to be fools even though, and try to keep waiting for the divine influence of God to come fix it when we won't let him fix it? You know when God creates, do you think that he creates just because you don't see it? Is that real? No. no. You know what's really funny? God's creating every day. I get to see it every day. Most of you don't see it. Why? Because you weren't there paying attention. You didn't even pay attention to seeing the grace of God. And that, so you not believing didn't stop the grace. Didn't no, stop no. the grace at all. For those of us that were walking in grace, we got to see it. We got to experience it. Right. Not you, though, because you didn't believe in it. Right. Yeah. I'll we there's dead to sin live any longer they're in. How do, we, how do we continue in sin? Know you not that many of us that were baptized into Jesus were baptized to his death? Therefore, we're baptized by him to the baptism of death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in a newness of life. For if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with it, but the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we would not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. But now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For that he died, he died unto sin once. But now that he lives, he lives unto God forever. Likewise also, reckon yourselves to be dead and need to sin and alive unto God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Forever, if you want to be alive in a forever, right, eternal life. Yes. Neither ye let out your sin, therefore reign in your mortal body. You should obey it, and that's lust that want to take it out. Let Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves to God as those that are alive and agree to appreciate and respect and, and receive the, the alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you either. For you are not under the law, but under grace. So what then? Should we sin because we're uh, not under the law, but under grace? Again, God forbid it. Know you not that so many of you are yield yourselves to servants to obey his servants you are to whom you obey, whether it's to sin or to death, or be to righteousness. But God's going to be thanked that while you were servants of sin, you obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Being then made be free from sin, you became servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you've yielded your members' service to uncleanness, to iniquity and iniquity, even so now yield your members' righteous, service of righteousness unto holiness. Amen. For you and you are servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit you had in those things, now you're ashamed of it, or you should be. For the end of those things is death and always will be just death. Now being made free from sin and become service to God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end of that is everlasting life. For the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ. 8.1 There is no condemnation to them that are in Christ, who walked not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. The law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus made me free from that law of sin and death. 
for what the law could not do, and that it was weak through our flesh. God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin he condemned it. So he didn't have any power over us anymore. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. All we can do is start walking the other direction. God goes, I got you. Well, when they are after the flesh to mind the things of the flesh, but those things are after the spirit to mind the things of the spirit. To be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because a carnal mind is at enmity against God, odds. It's not subject to the law of God, neither need it can be. So then they are there in the flesh, cannot, cannot, cannot please God. And if you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, so that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not that spirit, you're none of his. Doesn't matter. But if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by the spirit that dwells in you. He'll raise you up too. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For we live after the flesh, you shall surely die. But if you, through the spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as led by the spirit of God, the sons of God, have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, Daddy. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs and heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together with him. Amen. Romans 12. Yeah, let's get better with a few chapters for you. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the whole book was starting today. 12.1. Yeah. I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you would present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which, by the way, is your reasonable service. He gave his son's life for you. You ought to give your life for his son. But Amen. that ought to be reasonable. So it's up to you. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, which obviously needs some maintenance, right? Yes. Yes. And it may approve what is the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given to me, to every man that's among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Take a good look at yourself in the mirror and go, yeah, I'm a mess. Right? Yes. And God then has dealt to every man a measure of faith that he can take that thing in the mirror and turn it into something righteous if you'll let him. 13.11 And that knowing the time that now it's high time to wake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. The night is for us, but the days of hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let's put on the armor of light. Amen. Let's walk honestly the day, not rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wanderness, not in strife and envying. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no, no provision for your flesh at all and not allow it to fulfill the lust thereof. 15.5 Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one towards another according to Christ Jesus. That you may with one mind and one accord, one mouth, glorify God, the Father of the Lord Jesus. Therefore, receive you one another, as Christ also received us for the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was the minister of circumcision for the truth of God to perform, to, me, to confirm the promises made unto the fathers, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written. For this cause I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing thy name. And again he says, Rejoice, you Gentiles with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and laud him, all you people. And again, Isaiah said, there shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise will reign over the Gentiles, and him shall the Gentiles trust, Christ. And now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in your believing, Amen. that you may be abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost give you that hope that you need, because you ain't getting out apart from him. But it's written, eyes not seen, ear heard, neither has entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those that love him. But God has revealed them to us by his Spirit, the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit's going to search all things. Yes, he's going to search the deep things of God. Then he's going to teach us. For what man knows the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him. 
even so, the things God knows no man, but the Spirit of God. So now we've received, not that Spirit of the world, but we receive the Spirit which is of God, the, the Holy Spirit, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but in a positive affirmation words from God, powerful life words, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay? We're going to speak according to the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But this natural man is not going to receive those things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither he can know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet himself is going to be judged of what? Nobody. Nobody. Who has known the mind of the Lord that we may instruct him? But now we have that mind of Christ, so we should know better. 3.16. Know you not that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God what? Destroy. Destroy. Hmm. For the temple of God is holy, so which temple are you? Let no man deceive himself. Any man among you seems to be wise in this world. Let him become a fool that he might be wise. For the wisdom of the world is foolishness with God, for it is written, he takes the wise in their craftiness. Uh oh. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are selfish. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all your things are yours, whether Paul, Paul's. Peter, or the world, or life, death, things to present, things to come, all things are yours, and you are Christ, and Christ is God's. So, the circle has been made and completed. 4-1. That man, so account of us as the ministers of Christ, and stewards of the mysteries of God. More was required of stewards, that so we might be found what? Faithful. Faithful. Hmm. But with me, it's a very small thing that I should be judged of you, or a man's judgment. Yes, I don't even judge my own self. For I know nothing by myself, yet I am not justified, therefore justified. He that judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before it's time, but let the Lord come, till the Lord come, until who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and will make manifest the counsels of the hearts, and then everyone shall have praise of God. Yes. Isn't that something? You're going to get your, the darkness of your heart's going to be brought forth into the light, and you're going to praise God. Amen. Are you ready for that meeting? <laughs> I just didn't have it with me. Because <laughs> right. uh, um, the next step after me, Still has opportunity. The next step after him, yeah. all bad. First right. Corinthians six twelve. All things are lawful, believe it. All things are not expedient. All things are lawful, but I will not be brought under the power of any of them. Meats are for the belly, and belly for the meats. Our appetites will always see whatever we're hungry for. Okay, and I don't mean food. Okay. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord, the Lord for the body. God has both raised up the Lord, will also raise us up by His own power. Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Should you then make, take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know you not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body, for two, says he, shall become one flesh. Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. You would bow with the price, therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's. Your spirit and your body are God's, so let him have his spirit bearing with your to guide you and lead you out of that dark hole you've been in. 917. Who goes to war for any time in his own charges? Who plants the vineyard and doesn't eat the fruit thereof? Who feeds the flock and eats not the milk of the flock? Say I these things as a man, or do I, not only does the law say the same thing, for it's written, the law of Moses, you should not muzzle the mouth of the oxen treads out the corn, both God takes care of the oxen, of course he does. He makes sure I get taken care of, even if you guys don't, don't feed me, right? Yeah. Or sends it all together for our sakes. For our sakes, no doubt, this is written, that he that plows, then should plow and hope. He's going to go do the work, he's going to plow, but he's going to hope he's going to plow it out and get it right. And he that threshes in hope should be a partaker of hope. And if you're going to thresh in hope now because you're actually going to harvest the seeds that you've sown, you ought to thresh in hope that the seeds you're going to harvest are going to be complementary to what you used to do, right? Yes. If we have seen, sown in you spiritual things, is it a great thing we would reap your carnal? If others be partakers of this power of you, are we not the rather? Nevertheless, we have not used this power, but we suffer all things, lest somehow we hinder the gospel of Christ. 
Do you not know that they which minister about the holy things have to live in the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partakers or partners with an altar. They have to be live according to what the altar offers. Even so that God has ordained that they which preach the gospel, which be me, I have to live that way. I can't practice what I don't preach, right? Yes. Right. 11, 23. For I have received the Lord. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Which I delivered to you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he gave thanks... He broke it and said, Take, eat this, my body was broken for you, and do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, The cup is the new testament of my blood, do this, offer you, drink it in the remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink of this cup, you shall show the Lord's death till he come. So, Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink of this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Let that man examine himself. So let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks what? Damnation. Damnation. And not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak, sickly among you, and sleep, or dead. If we would judge ourselves, we would not need to be judged. But when we are judged, we are chasing the Lord, that we should not be condemned to the world. God says, go ahead and let me, go ahead and confess stuff. Let me, let me judge you according to that stuff, or condemn you according to that stuff, so you have a right heart, and then you won't be condemned to the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry for one another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home. Let that come not together to condemnation. And the rest, God says, don't worry about it. I'll take care of the rest when I get back. Second Corinthians 4. One. Wherefore, seeing that we have this ministry, we have received mercy, we faint not. We renounce the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, we're handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience and the sight of God, making sure that everyone's seeing who we really are. Amen. But if our gospel be hid, it's hid to those that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them. So it's not a loss to the world, it's lost in you too, right? Yes. That light's lost in you. For we preach not ourselves to Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness has shined into our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that we should have the excellence be the power of God and it would not be of us. Five. Verse 11. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. Uh-oh. We persuade men. But we are made obvious to God and I trust also are obvious in your consciences. We commend not ourselves again to you, but give you an occasion to glory on our behalf that we may have some what to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. Appearance only. Whether we be beside ourselves, it's to God. Whether we be sober, it's to your cause. For the love of Christ constrains us because we judge thus. that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And he that died for all that they might that they might should live from henceforth live unto themselves, but live unto that died would, would but to live unto which would die for them and rose again. Wherefore, henceforth, now we know, no, we no longer Man after the flesh. Yes, though we have known Christ after the flesh, not yet now. Henceforth, we're going to know him no more after the flesh. Why? We're trusting he's going to be the new creature. So, therefore, if any man be in Christ, you become a new creature as well. Old things are passed away. All behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God who has reconciled himself, reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation too. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciled the word of himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation so we can help others not have their sins and you know, imputed to them either. Amen. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Not as though Christ or God did beseech you by us, but we pray you in Christ's stead. Be reconciled to God. Yes. For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might, we might, we might Amen. be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Amen. 6.14 Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers, but what fellowship is unrighteous with righteousness? What communion has light with darkness? What accord with Christ was Belial? What part is he that believes with an infidel? What agreement does the temple of God have with idols? What are, 
for you are the temple of the living God. And as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Amen. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, the unclean thing, the unclean thing, so I can cast that unclean thing out, so don't touch it again. And then I will receive you. What that says is if you don't get rid of that unclean thing, I can't receive you. Hmm. And we will be a father in you, and you will be my sons and my daughters. So having, therefore, these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all the filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, per perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Amen. 2 Corinthians 10.3. For we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, the pulling down of all the strongholds, the casting down of the imagination, and every high thing that's exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity then every thought to the obedience of Christ. Period. His obedience not ours, and having a readiness to revenge all of our disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled. Amen. Galatians 3, 1. Oh, foolish heart of words, who is bewitched you should not obey the truth? For whose eyes have you seen Christ set forth crucified among you? And you see what happened? So why would, why would if I tell you it happened, that's what it is, why would you go live contrary to that? Right? That's what he's saying. This is only what I learned of you. Did you receive the spirit of the works of the law or the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit, you're not going to be perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? Have you gone through all these things, and if it be in vain or selfishly, that you didn't get the message, you just kept going to church? No? Right. It says, either for the ministers to you, the spirit, and works miracles among you. Do it, do it. Does he do it by the works of the Lord or by the hearing of faith? Do I do it by something I can do, or by what he does? Right. Yes. Yes. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as He has chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before Him in love. I mean, that's, that's a clean-up job. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Holy without blame before Him. Amen. But He says, I'll get you there. Amen. Having predestined us to the adoption of children by Christ, to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, when He has made us accepted in the blood. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and in all prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure which he has purposed within himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things of Christ, both which are in heaven, on earth, even all in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom... You also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believed, you were sealed then with the Holy Spirit of promise, which, by the way, was the down payment for the inher inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession and to the praise, once again, of his glory. 4.17. This I say, therefore, and I testify the Lord that henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through ignorance. Ignorance that's in them because of the blindness of their heart who being past feelings have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all sorts of uncleanness with greediness. Couldn't get enough. But you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him, have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. They're putting off the concerning the former conduct, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you would put on that new man, which after God is created in righteousness. Ephesians 5.1 Be therefore followers of God as dear children. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us, has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Fornication and all uncleanness and covetousness, let it not even be once named among you, as is not becoming of a saint. Amen. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking or jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. 
And this you know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an adulterer, nor has any inheritance in the kingdom of God and of Christ of God. Let no man deceive you with selfish words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God upon all of those children of disobedience, as it said in Romans 1. Be you therefore not partakers with them. For you were sometimes darkness, now you're light in the Lord. Walk as the children of light. Amen. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it's a shame even to speak of those things which are done to them in secret. But all these things that are reproved are made obvious by the light, for whatsoever does make it obvious is the light. So therefore he says, Awake you that sleep, rise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light, so you can then confess and not admit. Right? Yes. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are, in fact, evil, and they're short. Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourself in psalms, saying spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God, the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God, so we might help each other get across it. Philippians 1.3. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always in every prayer of mine for you, making requests for joy, for your fellowship with the gospel for the first day till now. Being confident of this one thing, that he which has begun to work in you will perform it till the day of Christ. Even as it had been meet for me to think of you and uh, of you all, because I in my heart, as much as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how I greatly long after you in the bowels of Jesus. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and all judgment, that you may approve the things which are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense until the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are my Christ Jesus, unto the glory and the praise of God. Amen. Philippians 4, 1. Therefore, my dearly beloved brethren, beloved, and long for my joy, my crown, so stand fast, Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Yodas and Sintithe that they may be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat you also, true yoke fellows, help those women who are labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also and other of my fellow laborers, whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Rejoice the Lord always and again. I'm going to say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men, that your Lord, that the Lord is in fact at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything. My prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request be made known unto God. And then the peace of God which passes all your sins shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus for you. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, yeah. lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, those things of any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Amen. Colossians 1.9 For this cause we also, the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. And we desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you might walk worthy of the Lord and do all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might, according to the glorious power, and all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Giving thanks to God, the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life, who has delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us from the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have the redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. Amen. 121. And you who were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by the wicked works, now he is reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in sight if you continue in the faith grounded and suddenly not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard which is preached to every creature which is under heaven even where I, Paul, or I, Pastor Ryan made a minister of that. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 1, 2 We give thanks to God always for you and all all, make, all making mention of you in our prayer, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, the patience of hope in your Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and the Father. Knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God, for your gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost, 
And in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you, for your sake, that you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Ghost. We hope, we hope, we hope. Yes. 3, 7. Therefore, brethren, we are covered over you all in our affliction and distress of your faith. For now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God again for you for all the joy wherewith we joy for your, your sakes before our God. Night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now God himself with our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, direct our way to you. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love towards one another and abound towards all men. Even as we do towards you to the end that he may establish your hearts unblameable and holiness before God, even our Father, at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ with all of his saints. Amen. 4.1. Furthermore, we beg you, brethren, Exhort you by the Lord Jesus that you have received us, how you ought to walk to please God so you would. And then you would abound more and more. For we know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your, for your sanctification, you would abstain from fornication. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel of sanctification and honor. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the world who know not God. And that no man would go beyond and defraud his brother in any manner, because the Lord is the avenger of all such as well. As we have also forewarned and testified. For God has not called us to uncleanness, but to holiness. He therefore that despises, despises not man, but God, who has given to us his Holy Spirit. 5.1 But of times and seasons, brethren, you don't need to write about you for yourselves. Know perfectly the day the Lord's coming is the theme of the night. For when they shall say, peace and safety, thinking they're not doing anything wrong, sudden destruction is going to come upon them. as a travail upon a woman. With child they shall not escape. But... You, brethren, not in darkness, that day should overtake you as a thief. You are the children of the light, children of the day, we're not of the night nor the darkness. Therefore, let us sleep, let us not sleep as others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that are asleep are sleeping the night, they are drunk or drunk in the night. Let us, who are the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. who died for us, whether we would wake or sleep, we should all live together in Him. Yes. 2 Thessalonians 2, 1, 2, 1, 2. Grace to you, peace to God, our Father, and Lord Jesus Christ. We're bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it meet, because of your faith that grows exceedingly, and the charity and unconditional love of every one of you towards one another is abounding. That we would ourselves would glory in you, the churches of God, for your patience and faith in all the persecutions and tribulations that you've been enduring, which is the manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you suffer. So it's, a brief, it's an actual payment being made to show that you're serious. See, it's a righteous thing with God to, to rep recompense Tribulation to those who trouble you, and to you who were troubled, rest with us. So when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in a flaming fire, taking vengeance on those that know not God. See, this is recompense for those that troubled you, okay? Yes. I'm going to come back in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those that know not God, and those that did not obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus. Uh-oh. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction, destruction from the presence of the Lord, from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints, to be admired in all of them that believe, because our testimony among you is believed in that day. So wherefore we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling, fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness, the work of faith with power, that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ should be glorified in you and you in him, according to the grace of our God and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Timothy 6, 6. But God us with contempt is great gain, for we brought nothing to this world is pretty certain, we're going to carry nothing out. Having food and raiment or clothing, let us be there with content. But they which be rich fall into temptation and snare, and to many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, love of stuff, which while some have coveted after, they have erred from the faith, 
and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But you, O man of God, flee these things. Follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, weakness. Fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. Wherein you have been called and professed a good profession before many witnesses. So I'm going to give you charge in the sight of God who quickens all things. And before Christ, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that you would keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus. Which in times past he shall show you who is the blessed and only royal, the King of kings, Lord of lords. Who, which by the way, remember that on his pants? Lord of lords, King of kings, okay. He's going to show you who that is. Who only has immortality dwelling in light which no man can approach. Unto in which no man has seen, nor can see, because to him only bring honor and power forever and ever. Everlasting. Second Timothy 1.8. Be not therefore ashamed of the testament of the Lord Jesus, or me his prisoner. But be you a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose. And grace, which was given to us in Christ before the, even the world began. But now is made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality light through the gospel. Whereto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed. For I know whom I believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed to him against that day. Amen. Hold fast the sound words from which you have heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. And that good thing which was committed unto you, keep it by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us. Right? Yes. yes. Four, four one. I charge you before, the, before God, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge quick of the dead is appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant, in season, out of sin, reprove, rebuke, exhort, and all along suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they shall not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts, yeah. they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth. They shall be turned into fables, but watch you in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and make full proof of your ministry. Titus 3.1. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities, powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. To speak evil of no man, to be not brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness to all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving never lusts and pleasures, living in malice and hate. And envy and hateful and hating one another. But after the kindness of the love of God, our, Lord, our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, what we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us from the washing and the regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost came in and washed and renewed and regenerated. What did you do with it? Right. Oh, he went and laid down in mud again. Hmm. Which he shed upon us abundantly through Christ, our Savior. Being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I would that you would costly affirm. That they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to all men, but foolish. Questions avoid and genealogies, contentious strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and they're selfish. A man that then is a heretic after the first and second admonition, rejected, knowing he's already subverted, and he sins and being condemned of himself. Hebrews 10, 19. Having therefore, brethren, the boldest to enter the holiest by the blood of Christ, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that's to say through his flesh, having a high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart, full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Mm -hmm. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith, without wavering, for he is faithful who is promised. And let us consider one another to provoke, but to love the good works, not forsaking the assembling ourselves together as a matter of some is, but exhorting one another so much more as you see the days approaching. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries, because you are now reprobate. But he that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. How much sore punishment? Suppose you shall ye be thought worthy of who has trodden under the foot the Son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and the unholy thing and has done despite to the Spirit of grace. For we know 
him and has said, Vengeance belongs to me and I will recompense, said the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of a living God. But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. Partly while you were being made gazing socks, both their reproaches and afflictions, and partly while you became companions of those who also were used. For you had compassion to me and my bonds, took joy for the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven a better and more enduring substance. So cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which you have a great recompense and reward. For you have a need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. We are not of them who draw back to perdition, but of them that are the believers in the saving of souls. 12, 7. So if you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chastens not? But if you without chastisement, wherefore you are partakers, then you are nothing but bastards and not sons. Therefore, furthermore, we have had fathers in our flesh which corrected us and gave us, we gave them reverence. Shall we not much more rather be subject to the father of lights and then live? For truly, for a few days chastening after us after our own pleasure, but he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. So no chastening for the present times joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yields peaceful fruit of righteousness unto them that are exercised, brother. So go ahead and you know get this crap out, take the chastening, and you'll know, be peaceful afterwards. Amen. Amen. And make straight your paths, your feet, which 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 ye be lame turned out of the way, but he that but let it be rather healed in you. Amen. James four one. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Do not come even when your lust at war in your members. You lust, you have not, you kill, you desire to have, you cannot obtain, you fight, you war, you have not, because you ask not. You ask, you receive not, because you ask a message, you may consume it upon your lust. You adulterers and adulteresses know you not that friendship of the world is enmity with God, whosoever therefore be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. You think that scripture says in vain, the spirit that dwells in us, lust to envy, but he gives more grace. Wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God, draw near to God, he will draw near to you, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Yeah. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and then he shall lift you up. Amen. Amen. Verse 7, 5, 7. Be patient therefore, brethren, in the coming of the Lord Jesus. Behold, the husbandman waits for the precious fruit of the earth and has long patience for it until he receives the early and the latter rain. Be you also patient and establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draws near. Grudge not one another against the brethren. Let us be condemned. Behold, the judge stands before the door. 1 Peter 1.13 Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and hope to the end for the grace that should be brought to you, the revelation of Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. That be as which he's called you to be holy, be also holy in matter of conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Amen. If you call upon the Father without respect to person, judge according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, reverence. For as much as you know, you were not redeemed with corruptible things into silver and gold from your vain or selfish conduct received by the traditions from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish, without spot, who truly was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested these last times just for you, who by him you do believe in God that you raised him from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and your hope might be in God and God alone. Yes. 4.1. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. That you would no longer live the rest of your time in the flesh with the lusts of the men, but to the will of God. Amen. For the time past may, of life may suffice to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excess, wines, revelings, banquetings, abominable adulteries, where they think it's strange and we won't go party with them anymore. And they're going to speak evil of you. Who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For this cause was the gospel preached to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, to live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is at hand. Be you therefore sober and watch into prayer. Above all these things, have 
fervent or passionate charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover a multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging, as every man has received the gift. Even so, let him minister the same to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Verse 17. The time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end of the, them that obey not the gospel? And the righteous scared to say, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Amen. Amen. 2.19. I mean, sorry. 2 Peter 1.19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Where do you do well that you take heed as into the light that now shines in the dark place until the day dawn, that day star arise in your heart, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scriptures of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not of old time by the little man, but the holy, by holy men, as God spoke to them as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Again, Holy Ghost speaking, right? Yes. yes. Second Peter 2, 122. 1, yeah. These are the false prophets who also been among the people, as they shall be false teachers among you who will privately bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Now, a false teacher could be a parent. We're not talking about somebody standing in the pulpit. False prophet, false teacher. Somebody talking about something that's not true. False teacher out there that's been called to teach his family and all of a sudden not doing it right. False teacher. And they're going to get a swift destruction for doing what they're doing. As many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Through covetous Covetousness shall they be, be with feigned words, make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingers not, their damnation slumbers not. So if God spared not the angels that sinned, but, but cast them to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness and preserved to, uh, to judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved knowing the eighth birth of the preacher of righteousness and bringing in the flood upon the whole world of the ungodly, and turned the, turn the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an, an example to those who would thereafter would live ungodly. And delivered Lot, just vexed, just Lot, vexed with the filthy conduct of the wicked. For the righteousness of man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day in their, in their unlawful deeds. So the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation to reserve the unjust to the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh and the lust of uncleanness, despise government's presumptions, they self will they're not afraid to speak evil of dignities. They don't want to talk bad about nothing, right? First uh, John or Second Peter, I'm sorry, three twelve, three two. You can read the rest of that little one there too. It's there, but Second Epistle written, and now you may be mindful of the words which are spoken before the holy prophets and of the commandment of the, us, the apostles, the Lord and Savior, knowing this first that there shall come in the, la the last day scoffers walking after their own lusts, not and saying, "Where is this promise of His coming?" For since the fathers fell asleep. All things continues where there's no Jesus coming back. Let me go ahead and keep sinning and sinning and sinning because I don't, and I'll get convict, convicted. I don't have any condemnation. I don't believe this God thing's real. Okay, good. For this they'll say, willing or ignorant of the word, but that by the word of God, the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. The word by the world was then being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now are being the same word kept in store, reserved and a fire against the second time they're going to do it. Judgment and perdition of ungodly men. My beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day with the Lord is a thousand years, a thousand years, one day. So we're not slack concerning his promise, as some might, might, men might count slackness, but long-suffering to us. Not one that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Amen. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief of the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, the elements shall melt with a fervent heat, the earth and uh, also and all the works therein are going to be burned up. So seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be? 
in all holy conduct and godliness. Looking for and hasting until the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, the elements shall murmur the fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein he dwells righteousness. Bless you. Bless you. Excuse me. Wherever, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. First John 1 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declared unto you that God is light, and in him there is no darkness. We say that we have fellowship with him, and we walk in darkness. We're liars, and we're not telling the truth. But we walk in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship with one another. The blood of Christ then cleanses us from all our sin if we walk in the light. If we say that we have no sin, we're going to deceive ourselves, and again, we're lying. If we confess our sins, if we do what? Confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I guess that'd be the answer, wouldn't it? Yes. Circle that one. And if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us, which you've all done. Right? Yes. My little children, these things I write unto you that you said not, that if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is a propitiation for our sins and not only ours, only also the sins of the whole world. Hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. And he that says, I know him and keep not his commandments is a liar. Truth is in him. And whoso keeps the word in him shall truly shall the love of God be perfected. Hereby that we know that we are in him. He that says he abides in him ought himself also walk even as he walked. So brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. And again, a new commandment. I'm going to make that old one. I'm going to tell you the ten, now begin the two. I write in you which thing is true in him and in you because the darkness is past and the true light now shines. Amen. Amen. 15 and 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, nor if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not going to be in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not the Father, but it is of the world. The world is going to pass away and the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God shall abide forever. Amen. Amen. 24. Let that man therefore abide in you. Let that therefore abide in you which you've heard from the beginning. That which you've heard at the beginning shall remain in you. You shall continue in the Son and the Father. If it doesn't, you won't. And this is the promise that he promised us, eternal life. These things I've written unto you concerning them that try to seduce you. But the anointing which you received of him abides in you, and you do not that any man teach you. But the same anointing teaches you of all things, and it is the truth. And there is no lie, even as it is taught you, you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, you may have confidence, and not be ashamed of him before him is coming. If you know that he that is righteous, you know that everyone that is righteousness is then born of him. So behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world knows us not because it knew him not. Beloved, how now we are the children of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as Christ was pure. Whosoever commits sins transgresses the law, for the sin is a transgression of the law. And you know that he was manifested to take away those sins, and in him there is no sin. So whosoever abides in him sins not. Makes sense. Whosoever sins did not, has not seen him, neither has known him. So little children, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he was righteous. He that commits sins of the devil. For the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy that work of the devil. Whosoever that is born of God does not commit sin. For he has a seed that remaining in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. And this is the children of God, or manifest, the children of the devil also. Whoever does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that does not love his brother. 18. My little children, let us not love in word and tongue, but in deed and truth. Hereby we know that we're of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For heart condemns God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved of heart condemns not, 
then we can have a confidence towards your God. Amen. Whatsoever we ask, we receive it because we keep his commandments and we do the things that are then pleasing in his sight. Amen. And this is the commandment that we should believe in the name of the Son of Christ, Son of the Son Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keeps his commandment dwells in him, and he in turn dwells in you. And hereby we know that he abides in us by that spirit which he gave us, that Holy Spirit which is going to deliver you. Yes. Amen. Okay? Amen. Four seven. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knows not God, for God is in fact love. And this was manifest the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation and replacement for our sins. So, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. So no man has seen God at any time. If we love God and God dwells in us, his love will then be perfected in us. Hereby we know that we are the dwell of him and he in us, because he has given to us his spirit. And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, then God's going to dwell in him, and God is going to dwell, turn around, and you're going to be dwelling in God. So we have known and believed that the love of God towards us, God is love, and he dwells in love, dwells in God, and God in turn dwells in you. Herein is the love of God made perfect, though, that you may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are you going to be in this world. So there is no fear in love, but perfect love is going to cast out fear, because fear has torment. But he that fears is not made perfect in love. So we love him because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he that loves not his brother, whom he has seen, how did he love God, who he has not seen? And this is the commandment that we've had from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. So wherefore, whosoever believes that God... Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Everyone that loves him that begot also loves him is begot of him. And this we know that we have the love, the children of God, and we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is that victory that overcomes the world, which is our faith. Amen. Okay? And he who overcomes the world, but he is, believes that Jesus is the Son of God, which is that faith. Amen. So, Nine, if we receive the witness of man, the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of God that he has given and testified of his son. He that believes in the son of God has the witness in himself and he that believes not God has made God a liar because he has believed not the record that God gave his son. And this is the record that God has given to us eternal life and this life is in his son that he has made his, he that has the son has life and he has, that has not the son has not life. Yes. Father, we come before you and say thank you Lord for this time. We ask for God your spirit. Continue to mold and shape each one of us in lightness of your son. You said we'll be conformed to his image, Lord God. I'm looking forward to seeing these folks confirmed in his image. I'm conformed to his image. I'm looking forward, Lord God, to all of us be conformed to his image on an ongoing basis, knowing that, Lord, once we've done this, the body of Christ will grow, and the body of Christ will be grown, and because it's grown, we'll probably see more revelation, more opportunities in him, because we'll be big enough to see him, which, Lord God, we've missed too many, because we've never been the fullness of Christ. So we need to be the fullness of Christ so we can receive these things. So help us buckle down, get real, and let these things be done. We'll give it all praise, honor, and glory, and thanks in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Amen. amen.